Starting Daf Yud, picking up where we left off on Daf Tess, um, we started with the Sugi on Daf Tess Samanalov that Levi said to Rebbe, my Iri Tani Tess Veldlisni Tess Zayin. And Rebbe responded quite fiercely, Kimidumoli She'ein Loi Mayach Bikad Kadai. It's as if he has no brains. My Daitich Imoy Anusas Aviv. And we went along and said that w- what should be the case that Levi was assuming we should add to our mission. It should be a case of Ima Anusas Amiv, that if one of the brothers, if, if there's a son born from the Anusas Aviv, and one of the brothers from the father marries the Ima Anusas Aviv, which would be ostensibly okay, at least according to Shitas Rabbanon, and then the brother who married Ima Anusas Aviv dies, and that brother also had another wife, aside from his father's uh, uh, victim. So the uh, mother ostensibly mother and uh, co-wife would fall to this person in Yibam, that would be an Isra Erva, and it would pater the Tsar. So the Gemara says, the Gemara said that the uh, first way of answering was Pluktele Kamairi. Then we went ahead and said, what do you mean Pluktele Kamairi? I can find cases that are machlekes, meaning that that would be only according, Iman Nusazavav would work only according to Shittas Rabbanon, who says that one is allowed to marry Iman Nusazavav. But according to a review Yehuda, that it's Aser, you're not going to find the case. And we said that it's Pupukta Kamairi, and we asked a couple of other questions. We said, what do you mean? Iser Mitzvah, Iser Kedusha, where we had Chayve uh, Lavin and Shniyas, Arayas that are Shniyas. We went ahead and said that uh, that's subject to Machlekes Rebekiv and the Rabbanon, and we said that was in a different parak. In our parak, we're not discussing cases that are Machlekes. And we said, what do you mean? Beishamay Matirin Asatzaros Beishelo Oisrin. So we said that, no, Beishamay Mokam Beishelo is not going to be a Mishnah. Then we brought in Reb who said Bechulan, and this we, this we spent some time on discussing all the f- cases, all 15 cases of the Mishnah, you could find not just um, with one lady of these, these ervas, right, where there's other brothers, but rather with two brothers married to two sisters, two brothers married to two sisters, and the two sisters fall to Yibam, if to each one of these sisters... And the brothers, if there's an iser erva between one of the sisters and one of the brothers, then the um, one who is not an erva can get married. So we, we call that asur lazem uteres lazem, asur lazem uteres lazem, since each one of the women is asur with an iser erva to one of the brothers, so it's not going to be considered like two sisters. You know, even though normally we say two sisters falling to two brothers, you have a mixed, there's two zikas, um, and there's a problem of achis ziku kasai. But if, it's, if, if one of the sisters would be ushered to one of the brothers, Isra and the other one of the sisters would be ushered to another one of the brothers, so then we say that each one can go ahead and do Yibam because it's like there's only one woman doing Yibam to one man. And we said, so we spent some time over there saying that that, that idea, that concept of saying Bechulon, Bechulon, that Rav Chia said Bechulon, in all 15 cases, there are some cases that are Beplokta, meaning Eishes, uh, sounds like it only work according to Rabbi Shimon. And the Gemara answered that, so, so how could Rebbe say that the reason why we don't have Ima and Nusasavav is because of Pukta Kamairi, we see that there is a case, one of the 15 cases, according to Rebbe Rebbe said all 15 would work, would work in this Eifin, that two brothers marrying two sisters and there's an Isra ever to each one. And really it only works in Shittas Rab Shimon, not in Shittas Rabbanon. So the Gemara said, Rebbe Hani Klali He does not hold of these Klalis of Rebbe. That's where we were up to. So again, Rebbe, we're trying to understand in Rebbe why 
why he was so fierce against Levi adding Ima Yanusas Aviv, or suggesting that there should be in addition a 16th case in our Mishnah of Ima Yanusas Aviv. So now we're picking up on the second line of Yoram Alf, Rav Ada Karchina Kamei Rav Kahana Amar Mishmei Du Rava. So here's another answer. Lo Oilam Isle the Rebbe Hani Kali. Really, Rebbe does hold of Rav Chia. Vahachi Kamarle. And this is what Rebbe was responding back to Levi. You want to know why it's not listed in our Mishnah? That we're, here we're taking the opposite extreme. That Rebbe so holds of Rav Chia that every single case that's in our Mishnah needs to work with two brothers and, and two sisters, even Beplogta. Beplogta Kamari is okay, meaning is only going to work according to Rav Shimon in the case of two brothers married to two sisters. And I'm okay with that, but what does need, in order to be listed in our Mishnah, you have to have Loilam Islehi Rebbe. Isle the Rebbe Hani Kali, Vahi Kamarle, Ima and Usasavif, Bechada Mishkachasla, Betarti la Mishkachasla. That I cannot find the case of two brothers marrying two sisters of Ima Anusha Anusas Aviv. Okay, why? The Gemara is going to now go through it. Why? E Yaakov Bezachoyas Onas. So remember, this is a case where, where the father had, had a son, and then he was Ma'ani. So again, if we're talking about two brothers and two sisters, so everything's going to be doubled. So two brothers, two sisters means that Yaakov was Anas, he was Ma'anes, two sisters. So let's say Leah and Rachel. So then Okay, so now what happens? I could have a case where, you know, so there's Leah and Rachel, so we'll call Bas Leah and Bas Rachel. Okay, and then there's two other brothers from the father in addition to Bas Leah and Bas Rachel, uh, I'm sorry, Ben Leah and Ben Rachel, and in addition to those, those two sons, there's Reuven and Shimon. Reuven and Shimon marry Ima and Usasaviv. Uh, one marries Leah, one marries uh, Rachel. Okay, and then they both die in a car crash. So now they are both falling. Ben, Leah, uh, Leah and Rachel are falling to their sons, Ben, Leah, and Ben, Rachel, who were brothers from the father, brothers of Reuven and Shimon. Okay, so now you have a problem over here. So I could find them falling to Yivim. So you say Yivim to Meshkachasla. That I could find. However, I cannot find a case of a Sura Lezem meaning the linchpin of a Rechia's Din. And what he was saying, and the way we're understanding it now, is Rebbe says in order to be qualified to be considered in our Mishnah, you have to fit into, you have to be able to qualify for this case of a Sura Lezem The problem here is that each one of the sons is usher to both of these women. His mother is an erva, and his mother is an erva, and the other, the other victim of Yaakov, who is his mother's sister, is his mother's sister. That's also an erva. So again, we needed a case of Asuras Lezeh The problem is here that you're never going to have Asuras Lezeh In fact, it's Asura Lezeh Asura Lezeh. So in a case of Yaakov Bima'anis, two sisters, and having two sisters marry Reuven and Shimon, well, that is okay, and then Reuven and Shimon die, so that's two brothers, and the two sisters are now falling to two brothers in Yibam, essentially their sons. The problem is, it's not a case of Asura Sultan There is no heter to do uh, Yibam to any of the ladies here. One, for each one respectively, one is falling to Yibam to his mother, so that's not Yibam, and the other would be would be his mother's sister, which is Vaiter and Israerba. Okay? Now, or Vibe's Nachria is on us. So if Yaakov was Ma'anis to random women, not sisters, so then okay, so that taco would work, where again the only problem would be is each each um, woman falling to her own son in Yibam. 
So you could have a source of them but it's two random women. It's not two sisters. It's not two sisters. What we're saying is, in a, in a quick way here is that it's impossible to have a case of two sisters falling to Yibam to two brothers by Imay Anusas Aviv, where both sisters were essentially uh, rape victims of the father, and that the it's impossible to have a case of asur lazeh muteres lazeh because each each both both potential uh, brothers for yibum are asur to both women, not just to one woman, and therefore it doesn't qualify for bechia. And that's why is Rebbe is saying back to Levi, you want to know why Ima Yanusasav is not listed on a Mishnah because you cannot find a case like Rebchia. I so hold a Rebchia's claw that since I cannot find. Uh, that is impossible by two brothers and two sisters, so therefore it's not listed in our Mishnah. Similar answer, another answer, Ravashi Amar Lo'ilam, Lesley the Rebbe Hani Klali. Really, Rebbe does not hold of these Klalis, uh, any of these Klalis, meaning the rules of Rebchia. Uplukta Kamairi, okay, and I got no problem with, uh, with listing a case in the Mishnah that would be subject to an argument. So really, Imai Nusasavav could have been Lesley the Hani Klali, right, so he, he's not going to be Locked into what Rav Chia's din is, saying I have to find the case two brothers married to two sisters, and I got no problem again with listing a case in the Mishnah. That's a machlekes. Umai kimedoyma anisha enloy mach bekad kadoi. What? Why is Rebbe saying that Levi? It's like he has no brains. What's going on over here? To kamerle hacha hachi kamerle. My time aloy deyakta masnisin. Why don't we just look straight? Why don't we look straight at the Mishnah? The masnisin Rebbe Yehudahi. Our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda, the Asr Ba'anusas Aviv. Okay? So you want to know why our Mishnah doesn't list Ima'anusas Aviv? Because our Mishnah is, in fact, Ima'anusas Aviv only works in Shitas Rabbanon, who says that one can marry Ima'anusas Aviv. Rabbi Yehuda holds its Asr. And I don't have a problem per se with, with listening in cases of Machlekes, except that our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda who holds its Asr. How do I know this? The Katani, because the next Mishnah will say, and we're assuming it's a continuation of the first Mishnah of the Mesechta, Sheish Arayas Chamuras Me'elu. There are six. Remember, there's a total of 21 Arayas. Our Mishnah listed the first 15. Okay, but there's another six Arayas that are Chamuras Me'elu. There's another six Arayas that are even more Chamur. That since they are married, they have to marry, these women cannot marry any of the brothers. They, can't, they have to marry somebody outside, meaning they're usher to all of the brothers. So we're saying Mutaras. Again, it was important just to understand that in our first Mishnah, we were listing a case of, in our first Mishnah, we were listing a case of, in our first Mishnah, we were listing a case of where Tsaros are, where tsaras are sorry, where tsaras are going to be, where the the the, the woman is an erva to one of the brothers, but can marry a different one of the brothers, and that's why it patered tsara. Again, there wasn't any feeling to give to some of the brothers, but to that one brother who's an erva. So he can't do yibam to the lady or to her tsaras. So patered tsaras tsaras tsaras. Same. That's how he added a case of tsaras tsaras because. The, 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 there is another brother who could yibam. However, the next case of our mission is going to be discussing six um, uh, arayas that are more chamer, meaning that since they are, they, they can't marry, the, these women, these arayas can't marry any of the brothers, so then, tzaraseim mutarais. So again, we, and we know this rule. We know that there is only an iser tzaras when it's b'makam mitzvah, when there is some sort of yibam 
potential going on over here. But if there's no even potential, so here again, these six arayas, let's 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 list them. So it says Imai, that's the first one, his mother, right? So essentially that if if the mother since the mother, there is no way for the mother to marry any of the brothers. Okay, it says Imai the Aishas Aviv. So let's take Aishas Aviv. So father's wife, okay, can't marry any of the brothers to create a Yibam situation because it's Aishas Aviv is an Isser Erva. So therefore, there is no Nefilid Yibam all. We won't pot to the Tsaris. Now, what was the first case? It was Imai. So Imai the Aishas Aviv, the Achais Aviv. Okay, so those were the first three of the six cases where again, Achais Aviv. Father, sister, can't, none of the brothers could marry. And since Yibam was only with brothers marrying, none of, the, none of the brothers from the father can marry this woman. She's an erva to all the brothers equally. So there is no Yibam at all. If there is no Yibam, then there is no pottering of tsaras, Because there's no Maka Mitzvah. We only potter Tzaras with Maka Mitzvah. Now, so Aviv, uh, as we said, so again, the first three of these are Imai, Eishas Aviv, and Achas Aviv. Now, what, what we're most interested with Imai, my Imai, when the Mishnah said, Imai, so Suas Aviv, if you're talking about father's wife, that that's one of these six Arayas Chamuras Me'elu. So Suas Aviv, Hainu Eishas Aviv, that is the wife of the father. Elalav Anusas Aviv. So it must be, what is Imai? Imai must be Anusas Aviv. Vikatani Yibnein Shein Nesuas Lacherim. And we're saying that Anusas Aviv is in fact usher to all of the brothers. Essentially means she must get married to somebody else, meaning she can't marry any of the brothers. So we see we must be going in Lacherim in Laachim Loi. Now, Man to Isle Haisvara, who is who is the Tana who holds that Imai Anusas Aviv is going to be Usr, well not Imai, Anusas Aviv is going to be Usr to marry any of the brothers. Anusavim, that is only Rabbi Yehuda, the Aser Banusas Aviv. So Mishum Hachi Loitanila. So again, where were we up to? Levi said, I don't understand why do we only have 15 cases on the Mishnah. We should have a 16th one, Anusas Aviv. Okay, Imay Anusas Aviv, we said. So we tried to say, we tr- so the first answer we tried to say was a Puktolay Kamairi. Which we got into yesterday. We had another answer that we brought in over here that Ravada said that he does hold of the Klaus of Ravachia. And, and, and the reason is because you can't have a case of two brothers and two sisters. Now comes Ravashi and says, you want to know, really, I, I don't hold of the Klalos of Rav Chia, uh, meaning not all of the cases listed in our Mishnah need to be possible with two brothers marrying two sisters. And I don't have a problem, I don't have that problem, meaning I'm happy to, to list cases on our Mishnah that are subject to Machlechus. The problem here is that Imai Anusas Aviv would only be an issue, would only be possible in the Rabbanon. Because Rabbanon are the ones that hold that one can marry father's victim. Here, our Mishnah must be Reb Yehuda who holds that you, one may not marry Anus Hasaviv, his father's rape victim. You can't marry him. Why? How do we know it's, it's Rabbi Yehuda? Because otherwise, why would I list Imai? We already have Aishas Aviv later as Arayas Chabur Elamai, we see that Imai, 
Ima must be Ima Inusasavev. Ima Inusasavev, like the Mishnah will say on Daf Yud Beis or Yud Gimel, the Mishnah will have on Daf Yud Gimel, Sheisharayas Chumus Reelu is Ima. And what is that case of Ima? It must be Ima Inusasavev. And we say that it's usher to all the brothers. So we see that also must be the Tana of our first Mishnah. And the answer is, you want to know why Mishnah didn't list it? Because it's only true in the Rabbanon. I don't have a problem listing. A, a, a case that would be subject to Machlokes per se, but our Mishnah is Rabbi Yehuda. That's the problem. So Amar Le Ravina, to which we're going to ask Amar Le Ravina Ravashi, Rabbi Yehuda Nami Mishkachas Law. I could find it. I could find the case of Ima and Nusas even in Shitas Rabbi Yehuda. Why? The E of our Venasiv. So he's saying like this: that you're saying in Rabbi Yehuda we don't have Ima and Nusas because none of the brothers could marry Anusas Aviv. And then, so that the brother should die and fall to her son, to Yibam. But you could have that. I understand that according to Rabbi Yehuda, one is not allowed to marry Anusa Zaviv. But if one does, Kedushin is Tyson. It's only a lav. The din was Le'igala Knaf Aviv. That's what we saw in Rabbi Yehuda back on Da'adah. It's only a lav. So Kedushin could be Typhus. And therefore, it's still possible, according to Rabbi Yehuda, for, even in Rabbi Yehuda, for Imayan Nusasavid. So the Gemara says, Di'i loy katani. We don't list cases of, we're not, our Mishnah is not going to list cases of Arias that are Pater Tzoraseyem if it's, in order to have that case, there would have to be a marriage that would violate uh, an Isser. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, Imayin Nusasavev is an Israel Lav. Yes, Kedushin is Typhus, but we're not going to list that case. So technically you could have it, but the reason we don't list it is we're not listing cases of the E, the Avar Venasiv, meaning being over on a Lav. Now, Amrle Ravashi, the Rav Kahana, well, Ravashi says to Rav Kahana, Beloi Di'i, even if the son didn't go ahead and marry the father's, Anusasavev, the father's rape victim, Bilav, I could still have a case of Imayanusasavav. How? I can get it the other way. The Inami Mishkachasla. How? Yaakov Anas Kalasai. So let's try it the other way. There's two ways of getting Imayanusasavav. Let's say, imagine that Yaakov was Ma'anes, his daughter in law. So he had a son. Yaakov had a son, Ruvain. Ruvain was married with another woman. She was, ma- she, she was married to a woman, okay? Um, now, Yaakov is ma'anes, his, be'eser. This is an iser lav. It's an iser karis. Okay? It, the child will be a mamzer. Yaakov is ma'anes, his daughter-in-law, and has a mamzer child. Technically, the mamzer child of, Imanus, uh, of, of the father, Yaakov's daughter-in-law's, now had a son with her daughter-in-law. That child is technically a brother to Reuven, to Yaakov's original son, to the son whose wife he, he raped. Right? So now... We now have a case of Imai, that's essentially, now let's say, let's say Ruvain had another wife. Ruvain passes away. So now Ruvain's wife, technically, what we're thinking here, Ruvain's wife, Ruvain's wife who also had a son with Ruvain's father, would the, now Ruvain's, Ruvain's wife would essentially fall to Ruvain's brother, who's his mother, to Yibam. So now I do have a case of Imai Anusas Aviv. Now, there is no marriage that happened to Isra over here. There is an Isser, meaning Yaakov raped his daughter-in-law. That is an Isser Erva. He was Ma'anes' daughter-in-law. That's an Isser Erva. So 
we definitely have, and, and the child is a mamzer, but we're thinking there should be Yibam. So the Gemara says, so, right, Yaakov Anas Kalasai, he was Ma'anis, his daughter-in-law, and they had a son, mamzer child, Umais Ruvain, his brother, legitimate brother, died, okay, and now falls to the mamzer, to Yibam, so again, of course, there was no question that this the mom's or child would do yibam to his mother. But the question is, what about the other wife Ruvain had? The tsara will apart to the tsara. So the point is, we could find the case. So why are you saying we couldn't have listed a case in our Mishnah of Ima and Usas Aviv without having to come on to de'i, without having to come on to a bad marriage occurring? I could still have a case if the father rapes his daughter-in-law, if his man is his daughter-in-law. So now, the Gemara answers, You want to know why? Because in our Mishnah, we're not listing cases that require Yibam being done to a mamzer brother. We're listing normal brother relationships, not mamzer relationships. Now, which is, I just want to speak out one thing very quickly. Um, It's a little strange. We started with a case of saying, I could still find, right? We essentially, Ravina asked two, two, asked two questions and we answered. It was, number one, I, even according to Rabbi Yehuda, I could find a case where there's an affiliate Yibam. It would require a bad marriage, a Chai marriage, right? And we answered, we're not the Eloi Kamari. We're not talking about the E's. We're not talking about, to st- we're not going to list a case that in order for that case to occur in Rabbi Yehuda, one would have to violate an Isser Lav marrying Anus Hasav of according to Rabbi Huda. And then we went to ask, well, I could still find the case that's going to be a Chai Krisis example. Because if you're not going to have a bad marriage, so then what I could have is I could have that the father-in-law is Ma'anes, his, the father-in-law is Ma'anes, his daughter-in-law, and I could still get a Ima Anus and it doesn't require a bad marriage. Yeah, Shkayach, but it requires something worse. It requires a Biyav, an Isser Erva. So what was the Havamina? So it's very interesting, and just to understand what this concept of, of D.E. is, and the Mepharshim explained this, that Rashi will say later on that D.E., D'i is an idea of that it's, 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 a, it's a din in shechichas, that it's not shechich. Now, what does that mean? What we're saying is, and the way to understand this is, that a marriage between a man and a woman that is be'isr is lo shechich. Why? Because it requires two parties to participate. It's a marriage. So therefore, the first case we're saying, well, I could find ima anusas aviv if one of the brothers marries anusas aviv, so we're saying, no, D'i, because that is, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's a, yes, it would result in Yibam technically, but it's a, it's, it's an, it's a chai ve'lav, it's a marriage of a chai ve'lav, and it's not shechiach that we're going to find a husband and wife that are going to go ahead and, and uh, be a willing participants in this bad marriage. So D'i like katani, it's not shechiach. However, Yaakov being Ma'anes, his daughter-in-law, doesn't require her participation at all. In a way, yes, it's a worse iser, but it's more shechiach. Because all it requires is Yaakov to go ahead and be Ma'anis, his daughter-in-law. It doesn't require this lack of shechichos thing of a, of a bad marriage occurring. So yes, the Isser, the Bia, in, is in effect worse, it's an Erva, but it is more shechich because it only requires one, participation of one, and that is the progression. That's how the Gemara is understanding it. In, in uh, Yaakov Adas Kaleso, is Ruben allowed to stay married to her afterwards? So we're not addressing that. And there's other questions. We're not addressing... Um, yeah, yes, I would say yes, uh, because if if there is, it's only if she did it willingly that would be a problem of Saita. 
But if somebody, if a woman is, is raped while she's married... But doesn't she become a new society? She becomes... Okay, and therefore... You're saying how, how could they continue... Yeah, that's, that's a very interesting... That's an, it's an interesting question. Because um, back also to kind of similar to your question of it's a new society at this point. Yeah, we're not we're not address we're not addressing whether she's still allowed to stay with her husband or not. It's irrelevant to our case of Yibum. Now, it's interesting questions, right? It gets very a, lo- a lot of fun, but it's but it's irrelevant to specifically to our case. Okay, so now let's let's go weiter. Now, even though so we had all these reasons, right? That Rebbe said Levi, right? It's like he has no brain in his head. Either or we're not going to list cases that you can't work with two brothers or two sisters, or we're not going to list cases where um, our mission is Rebbe Yehuda. Either way, we have all these reasons why Rebbe's responding to Levi. Sorry, okay, uh, sorry, we're not going to list the case of Ima and Nusasavim in the Mishnah. However, V'afal Pekain, four lines in the bottom, V'afal Pekain, Budka Levi Masnison. Levy went ahead and almost like edited. He had like a personal, uh, a personal notebook that he went ahead and he listed the Tani Levy. He listed this case, the Tani Levy. Imai, that I listed fifteen over here, fifteen in the Mishnah. Right, we started with a bitai, bas bitai, bas benoi, bas etc., etc. And the Tani Levy, Imai palmin pateras tarasa, palmin pateras tarasa. Could be that it's pateras tzara. It could be like an, depending on what. Ketan hoisa Imai nesuas aviv nesuah laechav meaviv. So if Yaakov's wife married wife married one of the brothers, okay, so that's not that's. That's an erva. That's not a good marriage. She, that's a case because it's Yaakov's wife. Wife is imay ish ashes. It's ashes. It's ashes of him. So then umes zui imay she'en poiteres terasa. So because there is no yibum there, meaning imay imay ashes of him can't marry any of the brothers. So that's not a good yibum. If it's not, if there's no nefila to yibum, we're not going to answer the, we're not going to pater the tzaras. Haisa imay anusas aviv. However, if it's a case of imay anusas aviv, vinisis leechav me aviv, and marries one of the brothers, okay, umeis. So again, this is a case of di. This is a case where he wasn't allowed to. We're learning it in Rabbi Yehuda. He wasn't allowed to do this, but he did it anyway. There is, since it's only, only violated a law, according to Rabbi Yehuda, this is a case of D'i. It would pater the tzara. So, Zui imay shepateres tzarasa, ve'afal pi sheshanu chachamim mishasenu chamesh esrei, yeishlanu lahoisif sheish esrei kigoyinzu. That even though in our mission we only listed 15 cases, there really is, Levi is sticking with it. Rebbe attacked it, but Levi's sticking with it. There really is a 16th case here. That is the case of imay anusas aviv. And yes, our Mishnah is shitas Rabbi Yehuda, but I'm going in, I'm listing a case of D.E. You're right. He violated, he went ahead and married, this, this person went ahead and married Anusas Aviv. That is a Isr Lav. However, it still would result in Yibam. And since, again, so if, 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 if Ruvain, right, the son, the, the one who married Anusas Aviv, now passes away and Anusas Aviv falls to her son in Yibam, it will potter not only, it will potter not only her son from Yibam, but also the Tzara, Opater, not only, well, his mother from Yibam, but the Tzara as well, the original Tzara of the woman, and Levi says, I do have a 16th case. Now, we're going to move on, so we're going to continue, we're going to ask one more question in this, but it's important just to understand, the Gemara is going to explain the Machlekes that the question is predicated on later. So let's just talk about the Machlekes first. So we know a standard case of Yibam, again, let's just think regular case of Yibam. 
Let's say you have three brothers and there's three wives. Ruvain has three regular wives, no relations, no erva, no anything over here. Okay? Let's say there's, there's three brothers, Ruvain, Shimon, Levi. Ruvain is married to three non-related women. They're tsaras. Now, Ruvain passes away. So these women fall to Yibam to Shimon and Levi. Right? Normal case. Three women falling, even three unrelated women to the tumor. Now, Shimon goes ahead and elects to do chalitza with one of them. Right? The false Yibam. He says, you know what? I'm not, we're, not, we're not getting married. I'm going to do chalitza. So the question is, the question is, what is the iser between the other women to Shimon after that point? Well, let, let me start this way. So Shimon, we'll pick one lady. Lady number one and Shimon do chalitza. Okay, that severs what we call the zika. When the brother dies, there's something called the zika that gets created, a connection, essentially, that exists ostensibly between all of the women and all of the brothers. There's this connection. If you think about like a line, like a string that gets connected, because the brother died, this creates like this, this connection. There's strings between all the wives and all the brothers. They're all subject. Any of the brothers could theoretically do yibam. There is a mitzvah for the oldest brother to do yibam. So let's say, well, in this case, we'll pick this case, the Shimon, the oldest brother, is going to do yibam, chooses not to do yibam, but he does chalitza to one of the women. So that will sever the zika. Now, what is, what is, if, if, if Shimon goes ahead and remarries this woman he did chalitza to, that is a lav, just an iser lav. Meaning the Aishas Ach went away because they fell to mitzvah to Yibam. They did, they did chalitza, so that severs the zika, but that is just an iser lav of kivan shalai bana shuvla yivna. Now there's a machalik in the Ramban says that it's a real lav. The Rambam goes as far as to say that it's only a shniyah. It's really just an asmachta. It's not even a real isr lav. Okay? But the point is, what doesn't happen between, certainly between the lady who did chalitza and the man who did chalitza is, if they decide to get married afterwards, there's certainly no erva, there's no eshazach anymore. Question is, what about all the rest of the brothers to all the rest of the wives? The ones who didn't, who fell, they had a zika, they had these strings attaching them, they felt, these women all felt even to all the brothers. Only one, the oldest brother, goes and does it. We don't need every single person to do Yibam, every single person to do Chalitza. Only one brother does Chalitza to one woman, and that takes care of the, that takes care of the Zika. So what happens if the brother goes to marry? So we have, now we have a Machlikis. If, if any of the brothers now want to marry the sister, we have a Machlikis, Reish Lakish or holds, Reish Lakish holds that it's only this man to this woman is this Isser Lav, we'll call it. However, any of the other brothers to any of the women, or any or or even the any of the brothers to any of the women, even the one who did a chalitza, or any of the co-wives who didn't participate, the women who didn't participate in the chalitza, to the man who did chalitza, that would be an Isser Karis. That goes back to Ashes Ach Isser Karis. And basically what we're saying is this uh, Petur from Ashes Ach for the chalitza is only limited, says Reish Lakish, to the man and the woman who did the chalitza. Rav Yechanan says, no. Anybody who was in the entire situation, once there's a chalitza done between any man and any woman, and we'll see the logic on this in a moment here, the whole, uh, they, there's no longer an isrkaris. It's only this lav of Kivan Shalai Bana Okay? Now, with that in mind, Amar Le Reish Lakish, Rav Yechanan, so Reish Lakish, again, Reish Lakish holds that the only time there's a lav of, of Kibbutz Leib on a Shivna Yivda, but everybody else is in Kares, is only the man who did Chalitza and the woman who did Chalitza. So I'm Reish Lakish, Rabbi Yechanan, the Levi, the Amar, 
katani. So according to Levi, that I'm willing in my mission, in my mission, I'm willing to list cases of that are predicated on someone doing something wrong, meaning Ima Anushas Aviv, if we're saying our Mishnah is Shitas Rabbi Yehuda, the only way that you could have a case of Ima Anushas Aviv that Patras Zara is if one of the brothers married Anushas Aviv Be'isr. So that's a case of D'i. So, L'Levi Damar D'i Nami Katani, Lisni HaChelez Li'evintai V'chazer V'kidsha. So let's list, let's list the case of, again, he's over on the lav of Kivan Shalaybana Shivla Yivneh, Again, I just want to be clear. Even in the Rambam, it's very difficult to understand because our Mishnah, our Gemara seems to assume it's a real lav. Let's just take it for an assumption that Kivan Shleibana Shudla Yibna is a real lav. So it's a, it's a case of D'i, right? The man and the woman did Chalitza. And then he's Makadisher. Taisus here says, Lav Davka, he has to do Kedushin. He could just be Boil her as well. We did Kedushin because it makes it Nafgamina in one specific case between Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah. But Chazar, and he takes her back, right? Kidsha, or he's, he's Boil her. Umeis Beloi Banim. And now, now this brother, okay, so the man and woman who did Chalitza, who were essentially the representatives of, there was one woman who was representative of the wives, one brother was representative of the brother, they did Chalitza. Now he goes ahead and remarries her. Demigu di'ihi asura sarasa nami asira. So according to Reish Lakish, all of the other women, all of the other, well, all the other brothers are going to be Asr. So I have, a, I have a perfect case over here. I have a case of di'i, right? If the brother who did Chalitza marries, goes ahead and remarries this woman, or takes, retakes this woman who he did Chalitza to, so that's an Isra Lav. This woman, now let's say the, the man who did Chalitza dies, this woman would fall to Yibam to any of the other brothers, that would be Isra Karis. Correct? That would be Isra Karis because, according to Rishakash, it's Isra Karis, and it would pater the Tzara as well. Isra Karis, but Makam Yibam paters the Tzara. So the Gemara says, Amar Lei. So that's the Kasha. So Amar Lei, Rav Yechen, in response to Reish Lakish, You want to know why it's, again, why is it not listed in our Mishnah? Because it's not Tzara Tzara. So, so Reish Lakish, Rav Yechen was asking to, Reish Lakish was asking, we were asking, in Shita's understanding of Reish Lakish, according to Levi, that we're willing to say D'i, according to Reish Lakish, that it goes back to an Isra Kares, so Isra Karis says we should list it in our Mishnah because it would pater the Tzara. So why doesn't, why isn't it listed in our Mishnah? So one second. So Rav Yechanan responds, very good, well, Gemara's going to get there. Rav Yechanan responds because our Mishnah, guess what? It needs to be Tzara Tzara. And over here, you're never going to have Tzara Tzara because yes, one brother can marry, but all the other brothers, according to Reish Lakish, are going to be Aser. Right? It reverts to an Isser Kares. One brother can't marry. So I can have a case of Tzara Sarah, but I can never have Tzara Sarah because there can never be a second marriage. It's only the one brother and the one woman, according to Reish Lakish, <coughs> that if they got remarried would not be an Isser Erva. So therefore, none of the other brothers are eligible. I can't have Tzara Sarah, which is that next level that our mission is discussed. And therefore, our mission is only going to discuss cases that you could have a potential for Tzara Sarah. Now, I think what your question is, when Rav Yechanan responds to Reish Lakish, why is Rav Yechanan answering the reason why it's not listed in our Mishnah is because it's not Pitzar Tzara? Let Rav Yechanan respond to Reish Lakish. You want to know why it's not listed in our Mishnah? What does Rav Yechanan hold? That all the brothers and all the wives are only Chai Lavin. You want to know why? Let Rav Yechanan say Chai Lavin. Chai Lavin b'nei chalitza v'yibam nino. You want to know why they're not listed in our Mishnah? Pitzar Tzara? Because they're all subject to doing yibam. 
If that would happen, because Rabbi Yechonah holds Chayvei Lavin, why is Rabbi Yechonah responding to Reish Lakish? Ah, because it's not Bitsaras Tara. What do you mean? Rabbi Yechonah himself holds that it's only a Chayvei Lavin. And of course it wouldn't be relevant to our Mishnah. Rish is trying to find cases that are in Isser Erva. That's only true in Reish Lakish. So the Gemara says, you're right. The Dvarav Ka'amar Lei, that Rabbi Yechonah was going Ledivrei Reish Lakish. Lididi saying Rabbi Yechonah when he responds to Reish Lakish, Chayvei Lavin, Heim, Chayvei Lavin, Menei Chalitza, Ve'yibam Ninu. They're only Chayvei Lavin. Of course, I wouldn't even think to list these cases in our Mishnah. El Lididcha, but according to you, Reish Lakish, Chayvei Krisis, Ninu. Ay, they're Chayvei Krisis. So why wouldn't you list this in our Mishnah of cases that are going to patter the Tzara? Lefishayin of Tzara, Tzara, like we said. Now, let's just quickly go into the Machalik, because we already spoke it out. Itmar, Hachay Leitzli Yivimtai, Vachazar Vekidcha. So again, one who does chalitza to his yivama, and then he is chazer v'kidsha, like we said, to expenses lapdafka. Okay, the man who did chalitza to the woman goes back and takes the woman. Amr reish lakish, who ain't chayev ala chalutza kares. So again, that man and that woman, he's not going to be chayev if he remarries that woman. That's only going to be a lav of shuvla yivna, that the Torah introduced a concept that would supersede the lav. Now, achen, however, the brothers chayev ala chalutza kares. The brothers would be chayev kares on the other, on the, uh, on, even on the woman who did chalitza, alatzara, now for all the, any, any co-wives, bein hu, bein ha'achin chayev and alatzara kares. Okay, so Rishakish, again, like we said, Rishakish holds that only the man and the woman are going to be alive. The man who did chalitza and the woman who did chalitza, any of the other, any of the other men, even to the chalitza or any of the other woman or any of the other woman to the man who did chalitza, that would be an Isra Karis. It's only, the only time the Torah listened to the exclusion of saying that they only have a lav is the man and the woman themselves. Rav Yechen Amar, Bein hu, bein ha'achen, in ha'chayven lo'ya chalutza karis, karis. My time, huh? So Rav Yechen says that no, that since they all fell to Yibam together, since they all fell to Yibam together, they all had the zika, the chalitza potters all of them. So there's just a, there's a little like a, a lumdus over here just to understand how, what's going on? There's a difference in how, right? What's, what's the problem? We said that when you have five brothers falling to five wives, no, no relations here, there's Zika's created, there's connections created between all the, all the brothers and all the wives. So how, how is it? So in Rabbi Yechanan, so we're going to understand here, how is it done? There's one representative. There's one representative. Uh, you know, let's, let's read the Gemara and then I'll, I'll speak this out. <clears throat> My time in the Rishakish. What's the reason of Rishakish? Amar Kra, the Pasuk says, Asher la Yivne. That you want to know when there's Yibam? Asher la Yivne. That Kivan Shalai Bana Shiv la Yivne. Now, that is a, that is a lav, right? The, 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 there was no Yibam. Instead, there's a Chalitza. And then there's now an Isser lav saying that because you didn't do Yibam, you did Chalitza, there's an Isser lav. Kivan Shalai Bana Shiv la Yivne. Iuhu de la Yivne. It was the older, the oldest brother who stood up to be the representative and chose not to do Yibam. They never, he, since the oldest brother went ahead and did the Chalitza, they never had an opportunity to do Yibam. And Rashi says, they remain within Isser Eshesach. It was only this woman who he chose to do, chose to do Chalitza with. Hot Again, any of the co-wives, he, he didn't choose to do Yibam with. He didn't, he didn't choose to do chalitza with. And therefore, again, it's exclusive 
what, the man who did chalitza to the woman who did chalitza, they're the only ones who have this love of kivan shalai ban shivli. Even everybody else would remain with Yisrael Yishasach. Rav Yechanan. Rav Yechanan says, no. There's, what happened at the time of the Nefila de Yibam? There was connections created between all the wives and all the brothers. That anyone can do chalitza. You have to change So any man can do chalitza to any woman. Really, they all could, they all could have been in the game. The hashta kaila bakares, and now you're going to say it reverts back to Issachar. What do you mean? There was a real zika here. There was a possibility of yibum between any of these co-wives and any of these brothers. So you can't go back to Eshasach. You can't go backwards. Sorry, there was a real possibility of yibum, and yeah, one of them chose to do chalitza. So according to Rabbi Yechanan, how does it work over here? When does a chalitza, how does it work when you have multiple brothers and multiple wives? That the one brother does the shlichus of all of the other brothers. So they kind of all roll up to him. And she is, is uh, the, uh, like the appointed shliach for all of the co-wives. So the, again, so the way to understand this, let's just talk about this in Lundus, is according to Rabbi Yechanan, what happens? When the brother, when the oldest brother passes away, he leaves a bunch of co-wives and a bunch of other brothers. There's connections created between each brother and each woman. There's a zika created. Because there's a possibility of yibum. Yes, ideally we do it with the oldest brother. We start there. But there's a possibility of yibum with any of the brothers and any of the wives. Any of that would be a kiyum of the chi of yibum. Okay? So the way it works is it rolls up. There's an elected, essentially elected representative. The oldest brother takes it. And... The chiyav, the zikas all roll up to the oldest brother, and the zikas roll, roll up to one woman. Okay, now, if they do yibam, that takes care of all the zikas. Again, if you think of zikas like, a, like, a, like a, a web being shot out, think Spider-Man, right? So there's a connection created, connection created between, right? Connection created like a web that goes, that connects each man, each brother, to each one of the co-wives. So now we have to sever that zika. We have to take care of that zika. That's like this in-between quasi-state that says they're not married, but they have a chiv to fulfill. So now, in Rav Yechanan, it's very simple. What happens? All the brothers' zikas roll up to the, in the man, to the one elected who stands up to go ahead and do yibam or chalitza. All the women's zikas, all the co-wives' zikas, all the connections that they have all roll up to this one woman. They become like the elected official. Whatever they do will sever the zika for all of them. So if they do yibam, they did yibam. If they do chalitza, if they do chalitza, so then... If they do chalitza, then says Rabbi Yechanan, well, since all the zikas were severed with a chalitza, so it's like all the brothers did chalitza to all the women. We just don't need, we don't require all of them to do it because the zikas roll up, but it's like all the brothers did, did chalitza to, to one woman. So that's simple to understand in Rabbi Yechanan. But in Shittas Reish Lakish, how do you understand it? What happens to the rest of the zikas? Right, like what's, what's going on over here? So, according to Rishakish, you have to say that the whole thing goes Loma Freya. That it, there's one, at least according to the way some of Farsham explain this, that in Rishakish, in Rishakish, what happens is that it's not like it rolls up and takes care of it and we take care of it now and it's done. It goes back all the way to the beginning. That it's a Gilui Milsa Loma Freya to the very beginning. That says that, yes, at the time, of at the time when the when the oldest brother passes away, there is zikas. There's connections created between all the all the brothers and all the wives. However, what happens when one of the when one of the men does chalitza to one of the women, or even same thing, right? But one, let's say one of the men does chalitza to one of the women. 
it doesn't go ahead and sever all those active Zikas, sever all those connections. What it does is it goes back to the beginning and says, yes, the reason there was a Zika between all the men and all the women was because we didn't know who was going to stand up and do it. But once we know, it's a Gil and Milsa we go back to the beginning and say, it's like there was only a Zika between this one man and this one woman. In Rav Yechanan, we're severing all the connections based on the action that's done. Everything is moving forward. In Rav Shakish, we're going to say, one second, we're going to look back. We're going to say, oh, this man and this woman? So, Lema the Zika was only between this man and this woman. None of the other ones actually had this Zika. They remained with an Isher, Eishas Ach. And that's why Rav Shakish holds that the Kivach Le'Bana, Shuvla Yivna, the severed Zika, Lav, would not apply to any of the other men and women because Lema when the man stands up and does Yibam Chalitza to this one woman, it's showing us that this was the only real Zika that should have existed, and we go back to Mafreya. And that's a way to explain the Machalikas here.